This is Finnegan Rowe on the ultimate unofficial VeggieTales podcast, the number one fan podcast for Talking to Tomatoes. I'm here today with Wesley Rushing of um, Wesley's Weppets and Inspiration Animations. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Glad to have very you good. Here. Very it's hot glad. out here. It's hot out here, but it's, I'm in a cool place. Yeah, I got you. Same here. Same here. I was looking out the window. That's one reason I closed it. One was the lighting, too, is because the heat coming in. Super hot outside. Oh, so hot. Yeah. Crazy, crazy this time of year. Um, so we're going to talk about, you know, your first VeggieTales animations, your inspiration into VeggieTales fan art, because I feel like your animations came before C-Man Flip. I guess I'd have to check, but I remember seeing yours before I saw his. So I feel like you've been doing it longer. So I kind of want to know what got you inspired and how you started using Blender. We'll talk about your DVD series, all that fun stuff right after the theme song. If you love your veggies and want more to know, then I've got for you a spectacular show. We'll be giving the facts in this lyrical rhyme and bringing in guests quite a lot of the time. If you search for your hair, I love cheeseburgers too, then I'm happy to say we got a show for you. Yep. So what was your first VeggieTales animation? The first one I remember seeing was the apple and they like shoot the plunger at his head or something. <laughs> no, it was an arrow. The arrow, right, right. That was a, it was a sharp arrow. My goodness, yeah. Uh, that idea came from, actually, you know what? I animated that one in high school, actually in the high school building. They would let me use their computers and the technology teacher was like, hey, you want to use Blender? And since you're so good at it, by all means, go ahead, use it. And he had no idea what was coming. But when he saw me animate that apple, he was like, I gotta learn Blender, please. You gotta teach me. <laughs> he was literally pleading with me. I, I never had the time to do it. I wish I did, but he was like all in my face about like, please, you gotta teach me Blender. I don't know how to use this because Blender is very complex. Oh, for sure, yeah. And we were, and in the classroom, they were learning how to use this other program called Animator. The eight, you know, Animate, or if you ever heard of it, um apparently the, the the creator of that program they don't release it on mac so the funny thing was was that the students had to learn how to use a, a an apple an apple computer but they were using windows as the platform so i was like eh, that's kind of that's kind of weird but oh well you know anyway yeah that that was um that apple one that was uh one of my first that I did. Yeah, I remember that was the first one I saw. And then the Fruit of the Spirit with the puppets and the little VeggieTale fruits oh, yeah. dancing. I like that <laughs> one too. I'm actually pulling up your channels right now. I have the Whuppets one pulled up, and now I'm finding inspiration animations. When I started this podcast, I kind of just made a list of all the people I wanted to interview, and you were definitely one of the one of the people on there who I've been wanting to talk to. I love your VeggieTales yep. animations. They stand out. You know, they really stand out. Mm. There's something about them where they they just... You know, they don't just blend in with everyone else's VeggieTales animations because they all kind of use the same models. You made your own VeggieTales models to do the animations in. Yeah. That really makes them stand yeah, out. I, yeah. The one thing I I like to do with when I'm using Blender is I like to be original with that because I can, because with puppetry, you're kind of, uh, I want to say you're kind of limited to what you can use with puppetry. But with 3D, you can do a variety of things. Like you can make a spaceship going up in the air or something, and you can have like a, a little Larry Boy thing. Jump. I don't know. I'm making up my mind. My mind's going crazy about that kind of thing. But Blender, I just learned to be original with yeah. the 
with the especially with the eyes because the veggie tails eyes are so unique you know oh, they have a little like edge on them on the eyelids and i don't know if you know this or not but you ever look closely at the at like the early veggie tales like where's god when i'm scared uh, are you my neighbor you know you'll notice there's a little bit of an of an edge that's cut off you know at their eyelid when they open and close you'll notice that there's a uh, there's white showing through the edge part yeah i know what you're talking about like the yeah the yeah yeah inside of the eyelid type of thing yeah I think that's something to do with like an edge split with with blender it's called edge split I don't know what they called it in the uh, soft image thing that they were using back then, which is now Maya of course, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying I know what you're saying, but I think that's I think that's pretty amazing how long have you been doing blender animations. Uh, let's see well, first of all. Um, goes back to when I was still in high school. Um, my tech, I was blown away by the fact that, that we could do this on a desktop laptop or computer. I know for real. I can make a I was like, episodes. what? You can actually do 3D animation on your laptop. I always thought that you had to have an $8,000 computer for certain things for animation when, when it comes to 3D, because that's how it was back in the day. You couldn't just go on your laptop and download a uh, a 3D animated program just for free, you know, you couldn't do that. You had to pay thousands of dollars just to get a, a program. And I remember reading in the book, I felt like me, myself and Bob, like it took maybe $75,000 just to pay for the, for the first computer, I think. And I'm like, oh man, you know, I mean, that's, that's just blowing me away right now like wow and to think we can we can download this stuff but anyway yeah i started using blender when i was um still in high school i went to my technology teacher and i asked him you know uh well first i asked him can i can i download animator on apple computer he said nope and he said that with confidence i was like okay you know and now he was like nope you can't do that you gotta either find you got to pay for it or you, can, or you can find free options. And I'm like, eh, okay. So I go home on the bus and I'm all fixated on this all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. Got to do this. You know, I get home and I find Blender and I'm like, huh, okay. You know, well, I downloaded Blender and immediately I was, I was kind of like intimidated by it because it's all complex stuff. You know, when I got the next day, I go to, Mr. Uh, my technology teacher, Mr. Carpenter was his name. And I go to him and I say, guess what? I found it. I found a 3D animation program for free for Mac. And he laughed. He literally laughed and was like, you didn't fall for that old premiere by this. And then you have it for free forever thing, did you? I was like, no, it's free. It really is free. I had, I mean, when I exit, when, when you close out a program like Photoshop, they'll give you the option, okay, you want to buy it or do you want the uh, just the free trial thing, you know? And he thought I fell for that that mess, but I really didn't. I He's like, no, I, bought, I got it for free. I got it for free. And he was like, what? 
really? He's like, yeah, I got it for free. And so he would, he starts using me as an example for stu like newer students saying, yeah, this student of mine, of mine was so interested in animation that he actually found a program for, for a Mac Apple laptop, you know, for Blender. So I, so when I started using Blender, man, I remember watching a ton of YouTube tutorials, a ton of them. I mean, I was so fixated on it. Like when I, whenever I do puppet shows in the area for kids, I would get complaints from the teachers saying, why are you talking about Blender? What's Blender? You know, because I was so fixated on it. I, I was like, I was like blown away by the fact that we could do this for free. You know, like it didn't have to be a, like a, a million dollar thing or and I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, of course, but you know, um, you know, I started animating things like, um, like I, I, I tried doing camera tracking for the first time and that was cool. You know, I, 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 for my birthday, I animated like a little M&M guy, you know, he hopped on my lap as I was using my computer or whatever. I posted on Facebook and people were just blown away by what I could do with that, you know? So that's kind of how I got started using Blender was basically just watching YouTube tutorials. And I highly recommend that for anyone. Every, I get questions all the time from people's, people asking me, well, and I shouldn't say all the time, but I get questions. Sometimes I get questions from people saying, how, how do you use Blender? Can you teach me how to use Blender? You know, and, um, and uh, you know, sometimes it gets to be a little too out of hand like they'll, they'll ask me like, how do you use Blender? Can you do a tutorial? I one time tried doing that, but um, I don't know. I, I wasn't very good at, you know, you know, just talking through, the, through the, the laptop. I didn't know how to do that stuff, you know? So I would just basically like time-lapse the whole thing. And they still ask me how to use Blender. Uh, well, my suggestion to anyone who wants to use Blender, please, watch a YouTube tutorial. They, you will learn a lot just by doing that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even, for, a lot the, to be even there. for the basics of it. You know, I'm sorry. There's people in my, in the background here. Are they coming home from shopping? No, nah, that's okay. You're good, man. All right. Yeah. So that I highly recommend anyone who wants to use Blender, please learn. You got to learn how to use it by watching YouTube tutorials. Or if you're a reader, read, read it through the, there you go. You know, the uh, manuals you know that's perfect you know for me i guess i kind of semi learned how to use blender by watching tutorials i never really got the hang of it but i made a couple renders without you know something oh. i guess yeah i guess if i dedicated myself to it more i could make my animations look as good as yours yours hmm. are pretty pretty amazing i'm scrolling oh, through your you. channel you've got so many animations on here they're also good a lot of them are veggie tales a lot of them are um veggie tales ask you know kind of inspired by veggie tales but not exactly yeah yep. Uh, the apple of William Tell. That's that's the one, right? The original. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, that one's that. that one's not the original. That that's actually a, a a remake. Oh, I see that. I see that. So, is the original still up online, or is that one gone? I think that one's gone. It might it might be on my Facebook page, my profile page. I never posted it on um, Wesley's cartoons for you know the inspiration animation thing. But I, I never I never through. posted the original. Cause I don't know, I didn't really like it very much. 
I thought weird. it was a little, little. Well, the eyes were weird on the apple, so I'm yeah. like, I gotta change that. I know what you're saying. Like they're pointing or something. But I liked them. I thought they looked good. Kind of looked like 1992 VeggieTales, like the promo take 38 type of thing, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, one of my favorite videos you've made is definitely the Fruit of the Spirit song. Um, I yeah. helped out at camp recently, and we we played that song a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that one's got like a million views right now. It's got a lot of people on there. Yeah, it's a yeah, better yeah. alternative than just, you know, listening to the song, actually watch a VeggieTale version. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I, build, I build puppets too. If you've seen my main channel, I'm not sure if you have because most people who come on here are, you know, more familiar with my podcast and less familiar with my um, actual company. But I uh, I do puppets as well. Mm, that's nice. That's I didn't know that. Cool. Wow. Yeah, I've got a channel for them, but these are super well looking, like super well made puppets. Do you make these? Um, some of them are from an, like another comp like um, like for example, the one that's singing the fruit of the spirit song. That one was from a company called um, puppetsync.com. They used to be called Puppet Productions, but uh, they ran they went out of business and called themselves another name called Puppet Sync. So I bought that. I bought Mr. Stanley. Uh, who had who was the singer of the song of the or the limp syncing to the song uh, i bought him from that company nice nice that's pretty cool and did you yeah. make any of them or were most of them from the company yes i i made some you know um like uh you ever watch cody and bees i made the big bear costume oh nice nice yeah i he still he, i i have another one uh replicate i replicate oh. them sometimes you know how about the big bird looking thing? The the blue guy, the blue bird. <laughs> yeah, I don't have those anymore because I they take up too much space in my room. Did you get rid of them? Yeah, sorry. No, I mean, I, I think I got maybe one or two up in the attic somewhere. Did you buy those? Did you make them? Oh, I made them. Really? Yeah, I made those big birds. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Did you ever make one that looked just like Big Bird or were they all different like different versions? Um all I try, uh I made one with glasses, like glasses one time. Well, no, he didn't have, see those. Yeah, he didn't have eyes, he just had glasses. He was in the one called the friend machine. Yes, yes. And I've seen the one um see I can't find it anymore, but I know you used to have it up. The letter V song from Sesame Street. Didn't you do one of those? Oh, I did that. Uh, I don't. I don't do that anymore. I don't do Sesame Street anymore because uh, Sesame Street is very heavily on copyright. Yeah, yeah, so, they are. I think you know they mostly just claim stuff or block stuff. But I mean, they rarely block stuff on YouTube. I don't think. Do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, they, they do. do. Yeah, oh. I, I had. A, I actually had a few videos taken down from for the Sesame Street stuff. Oh wow! Were you profiting, like, or did they I just had... take it down just because? Well, just because it's their content. The audio is their content. It belongs to them, so I can't really help that. You know, I want—I was wanting to do more Sesame Street stuff. Like, I wanted to do like the, you know the Golden Book videos from Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, I have a whole bunch of those I little want, VHS tapes. I was tapes. really wanting to do one with Big Bird for everyone makes mistakes, and I wanted to do it right in front of my. Uh, I live in a small campground, and so where I'm from where I live, it kind of it has a Sesame Street kind of feel to it, I guess, a little bit. So I, it, you know, I wanted to do it right in front of my grandparents' cottage, 
at one point. Um, Mad, that didn't turn out very well though. But oh well. Yeah, so. I mean, I know copyright can be a an issue. The, the more people I talk to, the more people have had to deal with that. I talked to someone yesterday in a group discussion who was getting like their Etsy yeah. art taken down, like Bob and Larry stickers. They were getting them taken oh, down really? on Etsy for copyright. Yeah. Wow. Copyright's a it's a mess, but don't let it scare you because it's not as bad as they make it sound. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't want it to scare me. You just. You know, it's yeah. uh, I'm try to still try to freak you out about it, but, but it's the worst that's gonna happen is it's gonna yeah. get blocked or claimed or something, you know. Right, right. But um I mean I mean if I ever use anything like this for example, the salty the thing songbook songs, um, like for this little light of mine, I always ask permission for now now. I I, I used to not do that. But I found out it's very important to ask permission first before you go posting anything out there. And then someone goes, "Hey, we own that," you know. Yeah, but I know I, I've been very, I've been very blessed just to have, you know, I, I mean, I called Debbie Rutino up on on the phone, and she was like, "This is amazing stuff, Wesley. My goodness, you know, we we love what you're doing with our character, Salty, you know." I was like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, um, she just went on and on. Like <laughs> my mom was there and we were just talking and talk. We, we might've talked for about, I don't know, an hour. Yeah. An hour. <laughs> That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. So, you know, I guess these, these people can notice the work and appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Asking for permission can definitely be important. Sometimes, um, you know, like, I guess if you're going to put it on a DVD, you definitely want to ask for permission. You don't want to do that yes. without asking for permission. If you're going to put it on YouTube, from what I've learned, it's probably okay just to do it and it'll either get claimed or blocked, you know? Right, right. But, but right. if you want to actually, like, distribute it on a DVD, then you you definitely need permission. You need to ask permission, which which I did with PuppetsInc.com, which is where I distribute, where they distribute all the DVDs. I make the DVDs for them here at the house I live in, you know, and then I... Uh, I edit them all, and it takes a while to edit all those DVDs. I mean, one of them I did, the hol- the, the Hallelujah show, that took about, uh, like, like for the big furry guy I, I built, um, that took about a maybe a week to film that. It's a long time. I don't, I don't remember, but, but, um, for those DVDs, they take a while. Oh, they do for to sure. Put together, you know, because sometimes I'm just scrumming through my YouTube channel and saying, okay, what kind of song can I put on my um, uh, this new DVD coming out? You know, I got to, I, I want to make. And I'll think, oh, that, that works, you know, and like for this, not the Fruit of the Spirit song, obviously, because I can't do that one, but for, uh, for just for the ones from Puppet Sync. Yeah, I know what you mean. Whatever you have permission to put on DVD, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess um, getting permission from VeggieTales to put their animations on DVD would be tough, but just keep putting right. them on YouTube. You know, we can still watch them there. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. That's fun stuff, because like I said, if they have a problem with it on YouTube, they'll just block it or, you know, claim it. But if you start putting on yeah. a DVD, then they're going to be like, okay, we want we want some money here. Yeah. You know how that goes. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I When it comes to profits with the DVDs, um, they're split, like they're like they're all twenty one ninety five, right? Well, that's split in half. I get seven dollars per DVD. 
So that, and then they get the rest because they're pers- it, it, their work. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. What's what's your bestseller? Bestseller. Because I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, what's your best-selling DVD on here? Hmm. I I don't really know. Well, from what I understand, is some people are getting confused for the for the puppets, the puppet sing-along ones. Um, first of all, if you look on the on the um the list of songs that are down below, um this little light of mine is on there on that list. And some people got confused about, well, wait a minute. We thought Salty's version was on this DVD. And so they, we've, we've had like DVDs be sent back to the company. And um, obviously that's kind of a, that kind of hurts the company and it hurts me a little bit because I lose money from that too. Yeah, but I, I had to, I had to make a new sample video just to show, okay, this version of Salty isn't on here. It's another version of from puppetsync.com. So yeah, I, 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 guess that, I guess that one was popular for a while. I don't know. They, they don't tell me, you know, which one's popular. I guess I better ask that. I never asked that. Yeah. Just keep promoting it, though. It's good work. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You got a DVD series. Definitely um, very VeggieTales-esque, you know, making a, a Christian video <laughs> series. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Super cool, super cool. You know, you could be the next um next big idea. Just keep up with what you're doing. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so when you're building your puppets to make your, your VeggieTale puppet shows or any other puppet shows, wh- what do you do first? Like, how do you start? Like for, for building a puppet or just do a video? For building the puppet. Oh, okay. Um, well, first, I always start with a sketch, like a drawing. Like, you know how Jim Henson would sketch out his ideas on paper? scribble them as a word. Well, I, I don't usually scribble them. Uh, I, I like to be a little bit neater than that because I want to see out what the pup, my mind is seeing in my head for the puppet, you know? So I'll, I'll see a, um, like a, I don't know, like I'll sketch out like a beaker kind, you know, and maybe adjust the mouth, you know, may, may not make it so sad, maybe make it happier, you know? And then what I'll do is I'll start with the foam the like the foam head people usually start with the with the mouth first because that's the basis of the puppet's head is the mouth you know um i always i i tend to use cardboard i know that's not recommended adam krugner you know he always says don't use cardboard always use plastic and i'm like i know but i don't have plastic you know yeah, cardboard's cardboard. a lot more flexible too it's a lot more flexible yeah to use than rigid plastic but if but when i'm selling puppets on the website i always cover the cardboard with fabric that way you know it won't get so sweaty and stuff in there and yeah i know sometimes i add a bit of a mouth grip to them as well like they're like something to make sure that doesn't flop all around the puppet's head you know when i'm performing um and then i cover that with fleece i have a sewing machine you know i cover it with fleece i and then I, uh, I add like eyes, you know, spoons, fries, like um, my, the eyes I use are very, are cracked. They, they can crack easily. And so what I find is if I, if I cut them from the back of the spoon and just, you know, do that, then they won't crack as easily. And you, you gotta be very careful about that. You don't want, 
like shards of plastic just shooting through the air. No, like definitely not. Bullets almost, you know. Yeah, cutting the ping pong balls in half is pretty tough too. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's like saying kids don't try this at home. <laughs> oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> I always wanna... get like the dollar store ones that cut really easily, and I put like a something inside of them to keep them hard from caving in on themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. You always want to put something. Yeah, I, I used to use styrofoam balls, like the crunchy kind, but I found those really don't work very well. They crumble like, over time, yeah. Yeah, over time they will, like you put your thumb through it and it's gone. You know, it's literally just disintegrated when yeah, you put your yeah. thumb through it. It's like, oh man, you know. Um, that does happen, yeah. Yeah. Um, with the big birds I've made, you know, uh, I have parkour ceiling. So whenever I hit the ceiling a bit with the big birds and oh yes once in a while I hear I'm like oh no I know it just scrapes all oh, along no, the ceiling I'm sure that messes up the feathers and stuff too all over the ceiling yeah yeah that's so, yeah, that happens I, popcorn ceilings are not my favorite just you know no they're not really <laughs> yeah well, one thing I love about your animations they're either veggie tales like obviously veggie tales or they're just kind of like inadvertently referencing veggie tales like the fill my cup animation i don't think there was anything like specifically veggie tales in that but like the cup is obviously based off of the jericho cups from josh and the big wall right and the eye structure is obviously a veggie tales eye structure so they managed to make an animation yeah. that isn't exactly veggie tales but it's obviously you know still kind mm, of veggie tales yeah. you did a really good job on that one mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of the classic veggie tales episodes oh well Thank you. One of my favorite videos you've made on here. I'm scrolling through. Um, I like the scallions payback, the the oh, rabbit yeah. with, with mall grape. I like that one too. <laughs> one thing I really liked in that is the way you were able to animate like a a limbed character, the dog or something. Out in the out oh in the yeah, that was fun animating that. <laughs> that's a that's a crazy episode. I like that one. Yeah. One that was of one of the first fa- VeggieTales fan. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, sorry. And one of my favorites I did was the was the drinking story. Yes, yes, I remember that one too. That one, I was just watching that one before this interview, and I was like, man, that, uh, I just was watching it. I always like the, I don't know, I whenever I make these, you know, and you always want to you watch what you've done in the past, you're like, I did that, you know, and like I like the little gourd and the that was driving the car and he's like <laughs> he's gotta stop every time he goes, Mommy, mommy. <laughs> he's like, oh <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. And the uh, the character in the back looks a lot like Larry, like a, a more texturized, oh, yeah, yeah, more texturized Larry. Yeah. I love it. So you grew up with Veggie Tales then, right? Yes, I grew up watching Veggie Tales. Um it's a great uh, show. Yeah, my, I don't, I remember my dad says that, you know, he was, we were at a house, we were, we were going somewhere, and this person who was at, we were staying with, I was very young at the like, toddler age, I guess, but my dad was watching, um, Rack, we were watching Rack Shack and Benny, I think, and my dad was watching uh, Dance of the Cucumber. And he was laughing so hard at that. You know, I don't remember that part, but my mom said, yeah, you were you were laughing on the floor practically because of Larry just making fun of Bob with his Spanish. 
you know, and then we started buying them. Like we bought Where's God When I'm Scared? And then um, and then there was the uh, Larry Boy one. Now that one, Larry Boy and the Fifth from Matter Space, that one was, I don't know, to me, that one was always scary. Yeah, when it's kind of freaky. When I, was very, when I was very little, I always hated that part when he when when the fifth ate Larry Boy. Yeah, yeah. Or um, like, Alfred! <laughs> yeah, that one's kind of freaky. Or the end of silliness, that one's kind of freaky too. Yeah. Did you ever watch the later episodes, Saturday Night Fever or Beauty and the Beat or Noah's Ark or any of that stuff? Yeah, I I, I had to say so with Saturday Night Fever, the music is really good on that one. It really is. Yeah. I think, in, you it know, in really my opinion, that's one of the best good. episodes. Yeah, and I'm sometimes wondering, is is this the actual people singing the, like, the voices? Are they singing these songs? These are really good songs. They're, you know, like, for example, with, uh, with Khalil singing Feel the Beat, which I did do as a video one time. Um, with, with a puppet? My, with my crazier puppets, yeah. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Is that still up? That or? one, with that one, I always wonder, is that Tim Hodge singing that song? That's a really good you know but yeah i watched i watched the later the the recent ones um i did watch i do have uh the the newer one that came out on dvd which was the christmas one um the best christmas gift yeah did you watch yeah. all the ones on yippee yeah i didn't see all the ones on yippee i did see the larry boy one though yeah what do you think one, of those um I have to be honest with you, the writing for the Larry Boy one with the angry eyebrows, I watched that one. I was thinking, this is just, I was thinking, man, this is just a remake of the Larry Boy cartoon series, basically. The writing was a little bit off, I have to say. It didn't have the, um, like like your last podcast, I was listening, I was listening to, and he said there was joke after joke with the little dogs in the prairie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I had to say with VeggieTales, it's not always joke after joke. It's always joke, then lesson, joke, then lesson or silly song, whatever. You yeah. know, uh, with with this newer stuff, there's none of that. There's there's no joke after joke. You know, you either laugh at it or you don't. Yeah, that's true. The Larry Boy episode wasn't particularly funny from whatever it was it wasn't i didn't mind it i liked it i just don't remember it being as funny as some of the older episodes yeah but i like the VeggieTales show if you if you have yippee then i'd i'd recommend watching the rest of the larry boy because they get better especially when the league oh, really? gets involved oh yeah when the league's in it it's, it just gets better oh some of the theater episodes are pretty good too i have to say mm. nice and nice and tight you know they're, they're not as good as classic VeggieTales. what was that Sorry, I heard that Phil Vischer wrote those and Mike Naraki. They did, they did. They wrote a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, we get the recasted podcast now. So you've heard that, right? Yeah, I heard about that. And good. I won't, I know the reason, but I'm not going to share the reason because I know this is being recorded and I don't want to get in trouble, you know, for saying things I really shouldn't. It's about, but, we, we've talked about it in the podcast before. It's about, they ask for more creative control. And then okay. They... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Never mind then. <laughs> um, I will say though, I wish they did a better job of, of casting the voices for Bob and Larry because, okay, I'm going to take you through a little bit of history of the Muppets here. 
first of all, when Jim Henson died, they had a hard time trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do with Kermit now? Because Kermit was so much a part of Jim, okay? And when they tried to find the voice for him, they chose Steve Whitmire. Um, so they asked Steve, can you possibly do a voice? And he put the, and he put the pup, he, he put the puppet on his hand and the, looking at the puppet and thinking, okay, come on, talk, you know, say something. And he did, and he couldn't do it. He put a puppet in another room and he didn't pick it up for about a month because it's just not doing a voice. It, you got to get in the character. You got to get into the character and I'm getting the soul of the character with the puppet, you know, because first of all, you know, Kermit is so much a part of Jim. So when another person does Kermit or another person does Bob and Larry, it's not Bob and Larry or it's not Kermit. It's not it's not that character anymore. You know, I mean, it's, it might sound like the character, but, you know, it's. You know, you got to get you, you got to get into it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and comparing sound like it. I agree. And for me, comparing Muppets to VeggieTales, it's like um, you know, at least when they recasted the Muppet characters, it was because the original actors had passed away and they would, you know, yeah, two, so they went and that's a little different. I didn't feel so bad about that, and I could I could deal with it. Even if the voice took some time getting used to, I could kind of fall back into that and deal with it, you know. But like yeah. for VeggieTales, I just blatantly fired them and then recasted. Yeah, you know, that, I don't understand that. It's sad. That it's sad. It's a mess. It's sad. Very sad. But, you know, I guess that's up to the fans now to make great fan content like what you're making. Inspiration Animations, everyone, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a great channel. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm scrolling on here again. You got a lot of good stuff on here. A lot of, you know, utilizing limbed characters, too, which is pretty cool. You've got your own little version of Bob and Larry with the yellow noses. Oh, yeah. The hole in the floor. The hole in the floor. Yeah. And, um. Mr. Extraordinary and all that good stuff. Mr. Extraordinary. Yeah. A lot of good stuff on here. A lot of good stuff. I'd love to love to see some of your old ones dug back up that aren't available anymore. You know, feel the beat or whatever. You're talking about that. Hmm. You said that's one of them, right? Yeah, I don't have I don't have all the old ones on file anymore. Because I'm, oh. I'm I'm using a new computer here. And my old one busted. So they're they're lost footage now. Yeah. That's too bad. Maybe one day you'll you'll find, you know, you put them somewhere and dig them back up. Yeah. A lot of good content, though. I'm looking at the grapes and raisins one. You did a good job with the texturing. On mm, the, thank you. On the raisin. Good job on that. Anyway, man, just keep up the good work. You've got a lot of lot of great content here. Like, a, both your channels look great. you got your DVD series. A lot of good stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's growing. It's going to keep growing. You know what I mean? Super yep. creative. It's nice to see um nice to see other fan artists just going for it, making great fan content. And yep. uh, you know, sometimes Universal appreciates that. I'll give them that every now and then they'll comment on fan art. I've noticed, you know, VeggieTales official will anyway, which is kind of cool. So just yeah. keep making keep making your stuff, keep doing what you're doing. Good stuff. Thank you. And I love what you do, man, with the podcast. It's really uh, cool. I appreciate that. You know, I, I, appreciate I love that. what you're doing. I love the other one last I was watching it yesterday. And I like what you were talking about the little dogs in the prairie and three to one penguins and oh yeah um it's great stuff yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of different episodes out there now this will be episode fifty four so 
Really? Wow. 54, yeah. So this will be premiering on... Uh, see, I'm recording this August 6th for anyone listening. This will be premiering on, uh, gosh, next Saturday, I think. I've got one for Tuesday. got one for Friday. This should be Saturday. Um, yeah. So, yeah, August of... Let's see. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 or 13th. Hmm. So anyway, keep an eye out for this one. Um, thank you so much for joining. Any last words before we head out? Um, yeah, just uh, stay cool. Stay warm. Uh, don't stay warm right now. It's too hot for that. <laughs> yeah, I know what uh, you mean. Stay safe, you know, and God bless you all. Absolutely. God bless. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, you're welcome. Very well. Finnegan Rowe on the Ultimate Unofficial Veggie Tales podcast with Wesley Rushing of Inspiration Animation signing out, and we will see you all next time.